Video, audio. Okay, we're ready. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. <clears throat> the subject on everybody's mind. Uh, well, not everybody's mind, but a lot of people's minds. And um, and I and I talked about this a few minutes ago on the regular Dice Raw page, not the Raw Report page. That's why I told you guys to come over here so that we can have an open discussion about what is going on with just the craziness of planet Earth, right? The craziness of planet Earth, the craziness of the internet, and all this crazy shit that goes on. So you ready? So okay. I got to do a different kind of drum roll this week because I got the phone on the table. I don't want to knock the phone over. I actually like the uh, audio drum roll better. It's more fun. This is my theme song. Okay, enough of that. All right, this is the Rob Report. Bomb, you know what to do. Top of the morning, top of the 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 actual the the thing that we're about to talk about. It's weird trying to go live and then do the podcast because now I feel like I'm talking to somebody. Like that's not really here, you know what I mean? So this is this is interesting for me. But anyway, Kevin Samuels, rest in peace, brother. Rest in peace, brother. Please try to rest in peace because what is going on out here with this crazy internet world? I mean, we actually have people out here that are rooting for a man who has passed away. A man has lost his life. A young man, too. 56 years old. I mean, that's not old. That's not an old guy. You know what I mean? Um, 56 years old, has passed away, and people celebrated this man's death. They celebrated. People were happy that this guy had passed away, and they were having online chat discussions about it. Uh, some... I saw something today that Vivica A. Fox posted something about it being karma. Karma. How do you, how do you how do you fix your mouth to say to to say something like it was karma? How 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 was that karma? How is that related to anybody personally? His death. How do you correlate this man's death? With karma. Maybe people out there do not understand how karma works, or maybe they don't understand what karma is. I mean, I, I, I'm curious to know did he do something to Vivica Fox? Did he do something to you, Vivica? Like, you know, because Vivica, I'm a fan. You know, I, I have no, no disrespect to her. I have nothing bad to say about her. I don't know her. I mean, the person never was graced with the presence of, of uh, Vivica Fox. Never, never met the woman. Nothing I can really say bad about her. But we, in an age where we have lost so many due to COVID-19, due to breast cancer, diabetes, gun violence, you know, the list just goes on and on and on. The things that actually plague the African-American community. These are the things that plague, plague, plague our community, right? So when someone passes away and they're a member of this community, 
a public figure and we celebrate their passing, I, I think that there's something wrong with that. I, I just, I, I, when I unpack that in my mind, I just can't get over how brutal and how uh, surface level the internet and the people that that make the comments and that live for making comments and posting and reposting and uh, of the memes of these funny things that I mean are typically not even really that funny. But we have people that 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 live by this stuff. They 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 live by these codes of of internet memes and. And and, and and trapped in a world where they traded their individualism and their own their own brain for for an app on a on a Android or iPhone, because that's what's happening here. Your individualism is being er eradicated by the phone. It's all about the phone. Whatever the phone tells you to do, that's what you do. Whatever the phone says, that's what you do. However I'm supposed to react to this, that's how I'm going to react to this. That's what's happening, you know. That's what's going on. The phone is dictating. It used to be the television, but now, no, it's not the television anymore. It's the phone. It's the phone. The phone is the most powerful weapon against hum humanity. It's a weapon against humanity. I would argue that Instagram, Facebook, Twitter these mechanisms that I'm actually talking on right now, I'd argue that these, these things are mechanisms that actually break down the fabric of society. And the only thing that makes me say this stuff is because when I start looking at videos of people celebrating a man's death, when I see memes of people celebrating a man's death that did nothing to them, I find that confusing. I find that confusing. I, I, I don't find any hope inside those ideas. You know, it, it makes me have less hope for society, if anything. That's what it does. It makes me, it makes me ask those questions. Who are we championing then? Who are the heroes then? And I'm not saying Kevin Samuels was a hero. Again, I never met the guy. Do I agree with everything he said? No. Do I agree with most of the things he said? No. You know, I think it was really for entertainment purposes. Now, maybe, maybe in the back of his mind, maybe he thinks he was doing something that was positive. Maybe he thinks that his message was a, a call out to the black man and a black woman. Like, hey, wake up, try to snap out of it. I mean, uh, uh, mo multiple people have done that in different variations over the years. And I mean, and, and some of them were, were African-American women who actually called out African-American women. Called them out on something that she thought that they needed to be called out on. Her own personal, I forget the sister's name, Sherrod, uh, Shahara, the sister Shahara. I forget the sister's name, and please forgive me for that. But, I mean, you know, she was in the 90s. She wrote a book, you know, what's the problem with, you know, black men and black women or something like that. And people went bonkers. They went crazy. They went after her. They were, they were joking about her on television and, and all kind of things. When, again, this is just a person who's expressing their opinion. 
Now, there's other people out there that we really should be worried about that expressing their opinion that I think we should turn the focus on that has nothing to do with African-American relationships. You know what I'm saying? It has something to do with where your kids are going to school. It has something to do with, you know, how, how your kids are being taught when they go to school. Are your kids being victimized? Are your kids being, you know, marginalized? I mean, let's, let's think about those things because these things are the most important. Um... You know, but again, because I I can't get off of the Kevin Samuels thing because it's it's really baffled me. Uh, Bomb, have you have you ever watched any of this man's videos? Kevin Samuels, no. Yeah. I've, you don't know I've who I'm seen. talking about, do you? I I know who you're referring to. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I've, I have heard of him, but I I never paid attention. Okay, okay. Now Kevin Samuels is you know he has uh, I- ideals, or he had ideas that were about you know the success of you know African American relationships. And a lot of people think that a, a lot of women think that he was targeting African American women and using them as almost like a, a like a backdrop and like a, and a launching pad for a way to launch these ideas that he had and you know and and to launch his own platform and they and they feel like he was he was using them as almost like a, a fuel to fuel his ideas and and, and and the things that he was saying online. And he was very critical of African-American women, you know, uh, weight, uh, financial status, and, and actually asking the question, why do they seek to date uh, rich men? Because, you know, women that will come up there would say there was a state statement he would make about high-value men or something like that. Like, hey, do you want to date a high-value man? Have you ever dated a high-value man? Uh, he would ask them how much do they weigh, how tall they were, what were their dress size, and I mean, and typically, typically, um, historically, I'll say these are questions that you don't ask a woman. <laughs> I mean, you don't ask a woman how old are you, you don't ask a woman how much do you weigh, you know, you don't ask a woman uh, your her dress size. <laughs> it's just things that you just. Are, are typically taboo, you know what I mean? Uh, because it's, 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 it's considered to be rude. You know, it's considered to be rude. But I think his approach um, was to kind of like go out of his way to be rude to a certain degree, to kind of like bypass anything that, you know, they were saying. Now, my problem with that whole approach is that I don't think it's possible to identify anything healthy inside an unhealthy world, inside an unhealthy system. Um, so while while I feel like the questions that the women, some of these women were saying, were, were and, the, and the reason for what they were asking were saying, hey, I seek a high-value man. I want to date a man or marry a man who makes, you know, upwards of half a million dollars a year. Um in certain areas of the country, if you want a half a million dollars a year, you have to make a million dollars or, you know, close to it in order to enjoy that money tax-free. Um, and he would talk about that kind of stuff. He would talk about inflation. And, and, and I think that a lot of the focus is on the relationships. It's on the actual people. It's on the individuals and I think that's where it gets kind of twisted because, and this is my opinion, I, I don't understand how do we operate inside a system that's been designed for, 
you to fail, not just economically, not just, you know, through the education system, uh, but a system that's been designed for you to fail emotionally. We're in something like that. This is not just, hey, wake up. Oh, I want to date you. I think you're a beautiful person inside and out. Okay, let's let's start working on our relationship. You know, that that's not it. You know, there's different factors before you even get to the relationship part. There's the trauma. There's the fear of being cheated on. There's the the the, the navigating through social media. There's there's all these different things. Are you ready to have children? Have you children? Are you prepared to have children? How are you financially stable to have children? So I mean, you could. I mean, there's so many other factors that the main factor is not even the relationship. The main factor is not what Kevin Samuels thinks or thought. Rest in peace, brother. It's not that a woman's dress size matters because there's plenty of women out there that are, that are super thick that people find very attractive. Our own bomb here at the studio. I asked him who a celebrity crush was. He said Mary J. Blige. That is Mary J. Blige. It's not a s- slim woman. She, I wouldn't consider her big or fat in any, any regard. Me personally, I wouldn't consider her that. But let's just keep it real here. It's not about the dress size, ladies. It's not about because you could be as thick as thick as a, a Snickers, you know, or thicker, or thicker, and you're still going to get love. Look at Lizzo. Look at her big sexy self. We were talking about that a few weeks ago. It's not about dress size. It's not about how old you are. It's not about how many kids you have, or it's not about did you not have kids. It's not, there's nobody that's, cons- I mean, he has, someone sent me a meme and they said, well, Dice, you said that anybody that's over the age of 35 that's an African-American woman is considered, or an unmarried woman, I don't even know if it was African-American, maybe just this unmarried woman is considered to be leftovers. Nobody is considered leftovers. That's not how life works. That's not how the universe is set up. So let's not get wrapped up into what somebody's opinion was of, of, of something that's not that important because we have other things that are very, very much important and are in line with the success that an African-American relationship needs or any relationship, a mixed relationship, because you're going to come across those same roadblocks. You're going to come across those same things, hurdles that you're going to have to jump over and keep going in order to get to the goal line. I am not a person that you should take relationship advice from, me personally. So that's why I don't give it. You know what I'm saying? Like The only thing, I, only th- relationship advice I can give somebody is if you're happy, allow yourself to be happy. If you're unhappy... Realize that you're unhappy and do something else. Whatever is going to make you happy. And if you don't know what's going to make you happy, if that's something that is you have to search for, then search for it. But let me tell you, you should start the journey within. All right? The journey doesn't start on YouTube. The journey doesn't start on Instagram. That's not where the journey starts. The journey starts within. It starts within the heart. It starts within the mind. I'm on my own journey. You know what I mean? 
and, and and that's what that's what it is. And it's not to to blame internet gurus or internet web liberties about the problems that you think that you have, because some of these problems are not real problems. Some of these problems they only exist. Some of these problems, they only exist inside the mind of you. The answer to what is going on is not on YouTube. It's not on social media. It's none of these places. Um, in fact, where it really is, that's, that's, the, that's the part. That's the thing. We don't know. That's the journey. What are we doing? We don't know. We're on a rock that's wet. Like a, a, we're on a giant wet rock that's spinning. It's spinning right now in like outer space, and then while it's it's spinning, it's it's spinning. Do you see where I'm going with this? I mean, we're one point six percent away from a from a chimpanzee. Bomb, did you know that? We're 1.6% away from chimpanzee. Were, yeah. you, were you aware of this? Yeah, I heard I heard about that recently. So, I mean, think about that. I mean, that means you're 98.4% monkey. I mean, that's what we are. Why are we being so critical of each other? What are we doing? What are we doing? Why are we basing happiness on age, relationship, the success of this relationship, money. I mean, I, and, here, and, here's, and here's to some of Kevin Samuels' critics. When I watched a few of his videos, the women, I believe, had the wrong sentiment. Some of them had the wrong sentiment. They were, they were coming for validation. They were coming because of insecure issues that they had with themselves that really had nothing to do with the the success or their emotional success in any kind of relationship it had nothing to do with any of that stuff. But they were, they were going up there and, and to the, his YouTube page and saying things like, I seek a high-value man. I seek a man who makes blah, blah, blah amount of money a year. And that's fine. But see, here's the thing. Sometimes a woman has to have that foresight and she has to date somebody that's based on the cut of his jib. She has to date somebody that is wows her with his mind, wows her by how he treats her. And it's not based on finance. That's not what these things are based on. These things are based on grit. These things are based on the realness, the fabric of who we are as just, let's, let's take away the color barrier. Not black man and woman, but just man and woman. Let's just talk about the fabric of that for a second. Because that's where people are getting it twisted. It's, hey, it's not about how much money you have. It's about how many dreams you have. It's about what do you want to do? Not just financially, but with the world. How do you view the world? Let's start asking some real questions. 
You want a high-value man? Okay, not a problem. I want a high-value woman. But where are your values? What are we basing the value on? Are we basing it on money? What kind of car you drive? What kind of house you live in? What kind of clothes you wear? I mean, what are, what are we valuing? Where's the value? Are we valuing how you treat people? Are we valuing how you treat yourself? Are we valuing your worldview? Are we valuing how you, what, what do you think about children? What do you think about philanthropy? What are we valuing here? You want a high value man. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. But it is something wrong with that if you think a high-value man is based off of how much money he makes. That's a big problem. And I think that Kevin Samuels, he even knew that, but he indulged these women. He indulged them in a silly conversation. Rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. I don't think he was a silly person. I don't know the man. I can only base him off of the few minutes of the videos that I've watched. I've never even watched a full episode. Just never got through it. Um, but my problem is when celebrating a person's death is 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 not good. It's, it's the exact opposite message that we want to send. But getting into bad messages, because I'm not going to talk about Kevin Samuels' this whole whole video, even though I think it's important, because we got to understand that reason why some of these relationships are not working, the reason why there's no African-American men in 50% of the households in New York City, 60% in Philadelphia. These are real statistics, right? This is a systemic approach to destroy one race. And if you want to talk about a black fantasy, we have to take it outside of the white supremacist system that it exists in because that's what that's the big part it's not about the relationship it's about the liberationship that has to happen before you can even indulge in, in a civil liberty because that's all these are they're just they're just they're, these are rights these are rights that you have the right to love you have the right to live wherever you want to live. You have the right to a proper education. These are rights. And are we able to exercise these rights inside this system? Is it the woman's fault? Is it the man's fault? No, there is no fault. We can't even talk about what's really going on because no one wants to stop up and identify what the real issue is. It's not, like I said, it's not, ladies, it's not your dress size. Let's just be clear about that. You know, it's not bra size, it's not panty size, it's none of that. It's none of that. It's a systemic approach to the destruction of a black family. I mean, I mean, that's kind of that. That's what it's about. And until you, everybody starts to say, "Okay, I'm a, I'll, I don't have to be that boss chick or that boss guy. I don't have to be a millionaire." fresh out of the womb, you know what I mean? I don't have to make a hundred billion dollars. I don't have to, you know, ha have, 
you know, a Patak Philippe in order to start my family. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's where it starts at, you know. Um, what are the goals? What is at, What do you have access to? How do we access it? You know, education, you know, and even before that, even before that, it's liberation. This whole thing we've been talking about, you know, Kevin Samuels and, and people being happy that this man passed away um, and how that just makes no sense. But, you know, again, I guess we don't try to make much sense out of the Internet because what 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 happens out here is just absolutely ridiculous. And, I mean, uh, it's not even just from celebrating somebody's death that you don't know, um, which I think is absolutely horrible. I mean, I just can't even even begin to think about how horrible it is. But when you start to um, you think about, you know, these fake celebrities, have you seen these guys? Fake celebrities? Have you seen this? There's a, there's a mm-hmm. guy who goes around called Fake Drake. Oh, yeah, like the in the fake Lil Dirk. <laughs> the fake Perkyo. Perkyo. Perkyo is his name. Perkyo, you're an yeah. idiot, okay? That's all I can say, Perkyo. Fake Drake, you're a fucking idiot, all right? Um, that's This is getting, this is horrible. This is horrible. Because this is teaching kids that not only can you be a celebrity based off nothing, but if you just act like a fake celebrity, you can be fake famous. This is where does this shit stop? Where does it stop, people? Fake Dirk, you call him Perkyo? I mean, that's Perky. Like, first of all, like, why, why Perkyo? I mean, is he doing perks? This, this, he looks like a lost puppy. I saw when he got ambushed the other day by. By six nine, he didn't like that too much. You know what I mean? Did you see this video of, of Perkyo getting ambushed by six nine, and they got yeah. him a King Von jacket or something very disrespectful? Yeah, I saw or that. something like that. I mean, yeah. this guy six nine just doesn't stop. You know, I like, and it's, it's like he's so entertaining. I'm like, I like six nine more than Perkyo. I, I I gotta admit that. You know, I think Perkyo's a fucking idiot, and and um. He's online taking money, and you know it's like you want to. You look like little Dirk. So the fuck what? So the fuck what? You look like little Dirk. You fucking idiot. You know how many black people look alike? You're a fucking idiot. And this fucking fake Drake guy, this fucking fat, fat Drake. I really just don't understand that. It's like you shouldn't be called fake Drake. You should be called fat Drake. You know what I'm saying? That's what he should be called. And then his fucking heart. Looks like he fucking shaved it in there his goddamn self. You know what I'm saying? Like that fucking fake heart shit in your fucking hair. And you can say, oh, thanks, you're hating because you don't have any hair. Well, maybe you're right, goddammit. I don't have any fucking hair like fake Drake, but how do we know his hair is real? If his whole fucking personality and persona is fake, maybe his fucking hair is too. You ever thought about that? Fucking fake Drake. Fucking fake dirt. Like this shit is, this shit is just... The, the internet's going to an all-time trash level. I just I just don't even know what the fuck is going on. Thank God Elon Musk is buying Twitter, and maybe he'll clean it up. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe he'll clean it up. Maybe he'll shut it down. Maybe he'll do something that's fucked up with it. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. You know what I mean? There was always lookalikes. There was always dumb motherfuckers going around impersonating motherfuckers and shit for money and shit. Motherfuckers doing a moonwalk and shit. But they weren't famous, you know what I'm saying? That's that's the problem I got. Like, there's no fucking way an impersonator 
is that good at impersonating somebody that they become famous at impersonating somebody. Unless they're doing 10, 20 different motherfuckers. You're doing one motherfucker, that's, there's, there's no talent in that. You know what I'm saying? If I grew my mustache out, I could, I could probably do Steve Harvey impressions or fucking, if I shaved it, I could probably do Rev Run impressions. What the fuck? Who, who the fuck wants to run around looking like somebody fucking else? Like, and, and we were just talking about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, even like just being a fan of a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And wanting to look like the motherfucker you a fan of. I mean, I mean, I guess that's cool if you're a kid or some shit. But as you, if you're an artist, you shouldn't be running around looking like looking just like Tupac. You know what I'm saying? You shouldn't be running around looking like fucking. Little Uzi or some shit. Like, do you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Be your own motherfucker. You shouldn't be running around looking like fucking Jack Harlow and shit with a curly top and a fucking five o'clock shadow. You know what I'm saying? That's not what you should be doing. But the internet, the disgusting internet, the child brainwashing mechanisms of TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, the things that, you know jackknife anybody's fucking own personal brain thoughts into a fucking river because that's what these things do they eclipse any 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 own personal thoughts that you may have about anything anything that you may have going on in your own fucking head this thing eclipses it in youtube and youtube especially too youtube too that's right youtube too because they tell us what to think and this shit is more dangerous than television ever was. I mean, like, I, I'm saying the phone, like, people used to say TV rots your brain. Like, I gotta say that I think it's the fucking internet now. And it's working at, like, exponential speeds. I mean, like, the shit is fucking kicking ass. The fucking internet is kicking fucking ass when it comes to programming people. Because, yo, it's just like that now. Where TV would have to hit you, radio would have to hit you, they have to spend a lot more money. Now, the programming, the shit starts and they, we do it ourselves. The shit, we do it ourselves. Bomb. What college did Ruth Gator Benzger go to? <laughs> now, don't Google it. Don't fucking Google it. No, uh, let's not search for it. No. Do you know? No. Do you care? Not really. Do you give a shit? What college Ruth Gator Ginsburg went to? No. No. Do we give a fuck about President Zelensky's fucking comedy career? Huh? Did we ever watch that shit on Netflix? Was he fucking even funny? Do we care about that? No. Why are we fronting like we do? We got to stop giving a fuck about shit we don't really give a fuck about. And then we got to start giving a fuck about real shit. Motherfuckers online talking about something. I'm happy Kevin Samuels is dead. Fuck him. Yeah, it's karma. <laughs> Meanwhile, the African-American graduation rate out of 100% is 15.6%. Motherfuckers graduating from school. And you dummy, you dumb women out there talking about you want to date a high value man. The fuck are you talking about? 
graduation ratio out of a hundred. The fuck is going on out here, people? What the fuck is going on? People caring about the wrong fucking shit. Caring about the wrong shit. I don't know how much. What's your dress size, baby? What's your dress size? What the fuck are we talking about? Rest in peace to that man. I'm not disrespecting him at all. Rest in power. Rest in power. Some of you motherfuckers do need to take your health seriously, though. Me too. You know what I'm saying? You can't be eating too much shit. Fucking spike your blood sugar. Fucking kill you. What the fuck is going on here? It's systemic. It's systemic. You're at war. Remember that, Sister Soldier? She used to say, yo, we are at war. That's what the fuck is going on here. It's not relationship problems. It's not education problems. We're at fucking war. Only thing is, we're only thinking about Gucci belts and fucking and other type of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Sister Soldier, she said, we are at war. That's what the fuck is going on here. This is not a fucking game. You know what I'm saying? Am I out of focus? No, you're It's not a fucking game. We're at war. The opposition is strong. And they're smart. And they've been doing this shit. It's a fucking... It's, it, even, even if we take out slavery, right? Even if we take it out, which is impossible. No other race was enslaved on this soil besides us. Whatever the fuck you want to say about whoever else, it's bullshit. It's not, it's not real. But when you really want to unpack this shit, let's just say, let's start 71 years ago, 1950. 1950, people. 71 years ago. That's nothing. That's nothing. We still dealing with fucking desegregation and resegregation of fucking schools. We're still dealing with that. These are the issues. Standardized testing, redlining, fucking marginalized. I mean, like, this is what the fuck is going on. It's not fucking relationship issues. It's not fucking fashion. It's ridiculous. You people want to cheer about a man's death. You make me sick. Fucking, you make me sick, people out there. Anybody that cheered for that, you disgust me. I just want to know that's from the bottom of my heart. And if you if you're mad, if you but you know, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. To to Kevin Samuels' defense. If you want to look good better for your husband or better for your man, there's nothing wrong with that either. There's nothing wrong with that. If you want to go to the gym and you want to do your thing. Because you want to look better for your man. Because you want to be supportive in his life. You want to grow together. You want to start growth. You want to ask each other about your ideas. Let's do that first. What are your ideas? How do you see the world? How do you view yourself in the world? Do these ideas connect? Is it just surface level? Is it all about Louis Vuitton pocketbooks? Is that what it's about? Let's break it down. What is it about? Why are we here? Who should have children? Who shouldn't be able to have children? Speaking of young thug. Speaking of young thug. Think about the systemic approach 
to just arresting music artists. There's a systemic approach to arresting African-American musicians. Think about that. How do you operate inside a system like this and be happy? That is the problem. Liberation. We are not a liberated people. We think we are because we are allowed to buy a bunch of fucking nonsense and bullshit. And trust me, I'm into the same goofy shit. I'm not going to lie. But enough is enough, people. Young Thug said something brilliant last week. He came under fire. He said, if you're broke, you shouldn't be able to have children. Which is another disconnect to the fabric of who we are as people. Because once again, we're putting finance in front of a humanitarian right. But what I can say about Thug is I think Thug is brilliant. And I think what he said was correct. But it's not that you a broke person shouldn't be able to have a kid. It's, but that's the basis of it. That's the basis. But the reality of it is you need a license in America to drive a car. License. At 16 years old, you have to apply for a license to drive a car. In America, you also need a license to grow agriculture, to grow vegetables, something that sustains life. You need a license for that. You need a license to grow rice. You need a license to drive a motorbike. You need a license to have a firearm to protect yourself. But you do not need a license to have a child. You don't think that that's weird? I mean, nobody thinks that's weird. You don't have to go in front of anybody and ask anybody. Nobody has to sit there and ask you any questions before you have a child. Nothing. You can just have a kid just like that. I had a fucking guy who was homeless. He was driving me around during the Democratic National Convention. Told me he had a baby on the way. This is what I'm saying. Where did he have, where did you have the kid? Where the fuck did you take your girlfriend to get her fucking pregnant if you're homeless? But yet, he was a homeless man about to have a child. I think Thug worded it wrong. It's not about finances, again, to just operate with inside just typical civil liberties. But do I think Thug made a smart comment? Yes, I think it was a brilliant comment because I'm looking at it a little bit further down the road. If you, There's nobody, there's no baby questionnaire that needs to be filled out. And that's an issue. Like It was like, hey, uh, sit down. Let me ask you a few questions. Oh, okay, I'm here to apply for uh, having a baby. Oh, okay, great. Well, we just want to ask you a few preliminary questions. Uh, do you ever think about butt-fucking children? He was like, oh, yeah, all the time. I mean, like, yeah, like, I mean, that's why I want to have one. It's like, oh, huh, okay. And right down in the little pad. Hey, you ever thought about putting cigarettes out on a kid? It was like, well, yeah. I mean, like, why waste money on ashtrays if I could just put cigarettes out on one? They're like, um, oh, okay. Well, you know, I think we've got enough information now. Um, you can go ahead and do your thing. Talk to you later. Uh, our response will be in the mail. Obviously, this guy never gets to have a fucking child. Obviously. 
But this is what's going on. You don't even ask them the simplest questions. Hey, are you going to make kids wash the dishes an insane amount? Are you a fucking neat freak? Do you have OCD? Do you have any fucking weird little bullshit about you that would inhibit a child's fucking mental and physical fucking thriving? Not surviving, thriving. That's what we preach here. Me and Bob, we preach thriving. Not surviving, okay? And that's the problem with you fucking jackasses. You know, I, I'm mad. I'm fucking mad. I'm fucking mad. And as a matter of fact, I'm giving you two raw reports this week, too. This is just one. We're coming back tomorrow with another fucking raw report. Two, two back-to-back. I had COVID. I've had the fucking wildest fucking last 30 days of my life. I want to just say that. Like, I, it just, it just, it can't get any crazier. I mean, if it can, I don't want to know. If it can, God... I don't want to know if this shit can get any stupider or goofier because I'm sure it can. I'm sure it can, and I don't want it. So I, hopefully I've had enough. Hopefully this is the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully this is it. And from here we go, boom, 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 boom. We grow. All right, anyway, this is the Raw Report. My name is Dice Raw. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. Nets, don't celebrate a man's death. And it's not about relationships. It's about fucking liberationship. Get it through your fucking head. You're in a white supremacist system, you ninnies. Bomb. You know what to do. I'm out.